we're back, episode eight mm-hmm. of Magnum for Breakfast podcast. We're back and we're better. Yep, we are definitely better. <laughs> um, yeah, for anyone who don't know, we we got the video now. Um, so yeah, I go by the name of Daniel Sun. I'm a rapper, producer. This is Magnum for Breakfast podcast. It's been a minute. We took a brief hiatus. So when was the last one? March? It was in March. So nine months ago. So very long hiatus, would you say? Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, at the time, we didn't know how long it was going to be. No. The last episode was called 2020 is Cancelled, mm-hmm. where we discussed how COVID was on the rise and lockdown was imminent. Yeah, we did, and we didn't think that we would be in the position that we're in right now. No, not at all. Um, so, yeah, at that point, what, we, we locked down mm-hmm. separately. Yeah, so um, we didn't see each other for a couple of months. Yeah, two months, I think it was. Mm. You were at your parents, I was at my mum's. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, I was furloughed for a bit. I was still working, but it was a, a weird working environment. Mm. So at the time, I was working as a drama teacher in a prison, young person's prison. So, yeah, crazy, crazy times. Yeah. And then it's just been a mad year, isn't it? The last episode was 2020 is cancelled. I think that's um, very relevant. I, I don't know. We, we didn't predict what was going to happen, but we knew that it was fucked. For sure. I think, though, we probably didn't take it as seriously as we probably should have done. Maybe, like, planned ahead. But you can't really plan, because no one knew what was going on at the time. No. No no one alive now has seen anything like this in their lifetime. No, you know what I mean? It's it. mad. Lockdown, like, the whole country going into fucking hiding other than the nurses <laughs> and... Yeah, exactly. Whatever else. Um, yeah, just crazy, crazy time. It was, it was super crazy and problem is like a lot hasn't changed so like we keep going in and out of um, lockdowns, the government's handled it really badly um, so like I've got even less faith than I already had in the current government that we have. Yeah, I don't. I never trusted them. I didn't Mm-mm. listen to them then. I'm not listening to them now. Hell no. Like, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm over the Tory party. I'm past Boris Johnson. Get Boris out. I Get re- him out. I, I reckon it will be gone by the end of um, January. I know, and I, I hope he is, but then who's going to replace him? That's the problem. Michael Gove. Oh, bollock face. <laughs> it will, and it's going to be just as bad. He yep. might not be as outwardly racist as Boris is, but it's going to be just as bad. Um, yeah, I think so. I think so too. Mm. But I don't know. I don't know what we can do. We just need a revolution, I think. Yeah, I think it's time that people stood up and um, just didn't take anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, th- this government is not for the best interest of the people. Mm-mm. Definitely Like, not. why... Why are we into tier systems, which are designed to, um, as restrictions so that we don't have to go into lockdown? Mm-hmm. Why are we in tiers that don't work? Why are we, uh, why are we being obedient to these tiers and abiding by the rules 
when they're they're meant to be in place so that we don't have a lockdown and then we keep coming in and out of lockdown yeah that's it it's like the government's obviously trying the same thing over and over again and it's still not working but they're not giving us any other solution to the problem mm. which is the issue that's it. it it don't it don't make sense we've uh, locked down everything all at once for a set period of time mm-hmm. or we just carry on and we go about our business mm-hmm. I know there's a lot of people that don't want to do that um, the media and the government have made like this crazy level of anxiety in amongst the nation I think there's a lot of people who will never be the same again who will always be fearful of going to gigs or crowded places mm. or whatever um yeah definitely i think there's been a lot of fear mongering um and i do really feel for people that feel like really anxious about being in public and feel really anxious about maybe getting covid um so really like i i feel for people but the government i think are to blame for the the whole Mm. situation and the way that they've handled it Mm-hmm. Do you, do you think we're to blame not listening to the government and that's why we're going in out of lockdown? Like I'm, I, I saw a number of people before on Facebook saying well done to the people, as if like oh none of you have listened and now mm-hmm. we have another lockdown. Mm-hmm. Like it's the people's fault. What would you think of that? Do you think it is the people's fault or it's it's just the government or both? I don't necessarily think it's the people's fault. I think, like, obviously it will get to a certain stage. Like, people will get to a certain stage where enough is enough. Like, these businesses out there that are really struggling because of how last minute all of the planning is. Mm -hmm. The people out there that, you know, you've been so excited to see your family over Christmas and then last minute, three days before, four days before that was due to happen it's suddenly being cancelled. So I think it just gets to to the point where people just have had enough. Yeah, definitely. So I, I don't blame the people. I blame the government, mm-hmm. really. Yeah. I mean, it's their job to to keep us safe and, mm-hmm. and enforce the rules or whatever. Um, and look at the amount of money they wasted on like a test and trace system mm. that didn't really work giving all these contracts to their mates giving it to some, this person's husband that person's mm-hmm. wife like <laughs> not even just millions but billions billions exactly billions, billions of, pounds. of pounds have been wasted and it, and it's i understand people's brains aren't designed to comprehend how much a billion is but it, it's a lot of money crazy <laughs> like let me get let Tell me get us. a quick like analogy up um, <laughs> but then do you feel as though um it's just down to the government or do you feel as though people that are billionaires out there should do more with the money that they have yeah, um, to a certain extent, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm 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 still that guy who believes like if you've worked for something, you've worked for it. But then there is a billion is too much. No one needs a billion. You definitely don't need a billion, and there's so much um, more that you can do with that money. The people out there that would really benefit from having some of that money. So I feel as though, yes, obviously the government has a lot of responsibility, but people that have like so much wealth could also maybe support people that don't have as much as others. 
Possibly. I don't know. Yeah. I, I see what you mean. They can they can definitely be doing doing more. Mm-hmm. Um, Jeff Bezos and, yeah, and whoever yeah. they the, <laughs> the things they can do to better the world and that and they ain't they ain't doing nothing. Um, I'm trying to find. I'm still trying to find a an the analogy. analogy. Yeah, because I I see them. I scroll past them all the time, and it's like if you had um, I don't know. They put it into seconds and minutes and days and whatever mm-hmm. else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I can't find nothing off the off the cuff yeah. without pausing the whole thing. But yeah, um, <laughs> so yeah, they they've spent billions on uh, on their mates, given billions of pounds of contracts to their mates to mm-hmm. uh, to create an app that doesn't work, isn't fit for purpose. Um, yeah, they it's just. It, they give it to people who are not qualified in these fields without putting the business out to tender and seeing which companies, um, which reputable companies, is that the right word? Mm-hmm. Um, who like are, are better suited to the job. They're not yeah. giving it to the best man for the job. Yeah, They're giving yeah, it yeah. To, to their mate. Yeah, exactly. It's just been really shit. It's been a shit show, really. And, and that's our money as well. That's taxpayers' money, isn't it? So... Mm-hmm. I don't know, we should have more of a say in what, what they spend it on, I think. Absolutely. So how do you feel now about the coronavirus in comparison to how you felt right before we went into the first initial lockdown in March? Um, at the time in March, in in that episode that mm-hmm. we did, um, <laughs> it was just as the panic buying was kicking in. I was still going to work couldn't like just nip out for lunch it Mm -hmm. was getting to that stage because shelves were bare uh fast food places were shut down or whatever like it was mad um so i think the uncertainty and the anxiety at that time was kicking in um i was definitely quite fearful for a minute obviously Mm -hmm. we were both locked down we were separate we took the whole thing mega mega serious Mm -hmm. now um (laughs) I mean, how many months in are we? And I, well, what, a year since the virus began? Mm-hmm. There's however many millions, hundreds, thousands, deaths worldwide. I don't know. I don't mm-hmm. know the figures. I don't watch the news. I'm ignorant in that respect. Um, but I still don't know a single person who's been affected by it, like, firsthand. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, no one that's had co- I don't know a single person who's had COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, which makes it harder for me to understand it's not part of my reality. Mm-hmm. It's not like our, my man who I went to school with has had COVID and has been seriously ill. Like, I don't see any of it for real. All I see is on the news and mm-hmm. I don't really trust the news too much. So mm-hmm. for me, it's hard to comprehend. I'm I'm not as fearful and anxious as I was at the start of this. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, I'm, I'm not like a anti- anti-mask guy like Mm -hmm. i'm happy to go out wear my mask i'd probably rather wear the mask i wish it was a social norm prior Mm -hmm. to this because there's some dirty people out there in it like (laughs) the amount of time we've been on trains and people are coughing and that and i'm like Mm -hmm. this person's disgusting like we've got to do something about this (laughs) like that um not so much like anxiety but piss me off so i'd rather wear masks and face coverings in them settings um yeah, I don't know. I don't know other than that. I'm. Yeah, how how do you feel? How do you feel differently? 
since the beginning of okay. lockdown. So before so, before I answer that question, I'm just going to touch on the point that you said in yeah. regards to like not knowing anyone that's been affected by like COVID or yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, which yeah, definitely can make it hard to comprehend. But that doesn't take away from the seriousness of it. We understand that there definitely are people that are out there with it and are like obviously I, I, yeah, affected. I, I don't, but it's, I don't it's think harder the whole to, thing is made up. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I just wanted to touch on that. In terms of how I feel, um, at the time, I thought it was super serious, which I think it still is in a certain way. Um, still obviously affecting people out there, but I thought it was going to affect people on a grander scale than it has done, just because of like how everything went into such a panic mode straight away without really knowing what was going on. Um, the government wasn't very supportive, which obviously can make people feel even more anxious. Um, yeah. And then, as you said, like, we didn't see each other whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, at first, I think I, I just thought it was really serious and it was quite a frightening time yeah. for people. Especially, um, obviously, your mum's a nurse, you mm-hmm. were living with your mum. There was She was working directly with yeah, COVID that's it. patients that's on it. the front and she, line. So she witnessed was... people passing away from having, yeah. from having COVID as well. So, obviously, we took it super... Yeah. Super serious. Um, that's it. We didn't want to risk, um, like, obviously my family getting infected as well as your family. Mm-hmm. Like, we just thought the best thing for everyone yeah. is to is to do as we're told. Absolutely, especially because at that stage, accessing a COVID test was really hard to yeah, do. Yeah, there, there was no. So no it's test. not like we could have gone out and got a test and known. Okay, my whole household definitely doesn't have COVID, so we're not going to be affecting. Um, people there wasn't any like but we can bubble or you can Mm -hmm. see like your partner at that stage obviously that changed later on yeah and and I saw a lot of people on insta who were going through the same thing as well Mm -hmm. not seeing their partner and I thought like uh, I found it comforting knowing that I weren't the only Mm -hmm. the only one going through that do you know what I mean obviously there was people just doing what they fucking wanted like I saw people saying oh if your man don't come see you during lockdown, he don't really love you and all this. No, that was like, so wow. stupid. Yeah, all kinds of madness. <laughs> that um, is so stupid. Obviously, I just said I was ignorant to the figures. I just Googled them because okay. mm-hmm. fact-checking is... Um, it's important. It's important, yeah. <laughs> so at the minute, at the time of recording, 75.5 million cases worldwide. Mm-hmm. 42.6 million have recovered and 1.67 million deaths. That's just what it says on a quick Google search. Okay. Um, yeah, I haven't clicked on any website. That's just what Google's flagged up when I've um, searched current COVID-19 deaths worldwide. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, with the death rate as well, we know that people who have died, who have had uh, died of other stuff or whatever and had COVID, it's gone down as COVID. Yeah, yeah. Which makes me more sceptical about, about the whole thing. Um, fake positive tests is yeah there's people getting (laughs) doing tests like back to back Mm -hmm. and some come back negative some come back positive Mm -hmm. so I'm sceptical about the whole thing Um, my stance right now is we shouldn't be locking down Mm -hmm. Um, 
So obviously just announced before we started recording was the new rules for London and, and the southeast and, and I think Kent. part of east of England as well. So they're going into tier four. The first place is to go into tier four. Mm-hmm. Let's not forget last weekend, mm-hmm. London was tier two. Yeah, absolutely. What, like, <laughs> how are you jumping two tiers in a week? Like, surely that means you should have been tier three mm-hmm. all along, which we, we were all saying, everyone was saying. Um, but the yeah. tiers thing is proven that it doesn't work. So we shouldn't be doing that mm. either. I think it's because they're saying that there's this new strain of um, COVID, COVID yeah. 2.0 or whatever. <laughs> yeah, so apparently that spreads mm. faster. And they're saying that we're going <clears> to <throat> be locked down till 2022 and all the rest of it. <laughs> Who knows? Who, like, lo- who's going to be locked down? Not me. <laughs> you don't know what will happen though, because obviously like, it is frustrating and the government has handled it so badly, but... Disgustingly. Yeah, absolutely. But you still have to be respectful of other people which we have been the whole way through like we've always like, I've always worn a mask like kept I'm, our distance from people yeah. we haven't imposed ourselves onto people literally spent most of our time like here mm. I, together. I, I understand most like or anyone that's got anxieties I, I mm. get that and I'm happy to keep my distance do you know what I mean like wear a mask whatever mm. like I'm I'm not a dirty person anyway I sanitize <laughs> I wash my hands I wear my mask like mm. I don't want you near me anyway, whether there's a pandemic <laughs> or not. So, do you know what I mean? I Very get that. True. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, the whole thing's been really, really stressful. What's the um, best thing that you think has come out of? I was going to ask you that as well. <laughs> because it's not, it's not all negative. Um, no, absolutely not. I think for a lot of people, the, like people have had a lot more time at home with their families people Mm -hmm. have realized like what real happiness is and people have reassessed their situation thinking i don't actually need to be going to work not seeing my family working long hours for for little money or whatever Mm -hmm. or to get as much money as i can like i'm happy with this amount of money instead 80%, 60% 80%, 60% of my wage and spending more time with my family mm-hmm. doing things that I want to do that I'm passionate about. New hobbies like um, yeah, people just getting more time to, me especially like getting so much time to work on music. I produced, wrote, recorded the album in lockdown. Yeah, Which I would have taken the me, album. Yeah, <laughs> Greg's the album out now. I never would have got the time to do that otherwise but I was getting up because I wasn't working. I was getting up early and spending my hours that I would have spent working on the album and then spending more time in the evening with my family than I would have previous as well. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I think that's a huge positive mm-hmm. um, for many people. Like people view things differently and like know what they want more. Um, know like, yeah. Um, I think that's the main thing. Yeah, definitely. What, what about you? Um, it's quite a lot. So obviously having a lot of time to reflect when you're naturally not seeing people as much as you were before, I think it really makes you think about the people that you really do appreciate and want in your life and are on the same page as you mm-hmm. and people that don't necessarily have to be there so that's one thing just gave me time to really reflect about 
the people that are important to me. Um, it taught me how to be even more boundaried with myself and my time <clears throat> and my space and the people around me. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, moving was was a big one, but I'm sure we'll touch on that yeah, we'll later on. That. We'll get to that. Yeah, for sure. Um, obviously not, yeah. It's a position that we're fortunate enough to be in that not yeah, many absolutely. people would have um, gone through during a pandemic or any time, really. Absolutely. And also, just um, I think it made me realise, and a lot of people realise that a lot of the time you're defined by yourself and your career. But obviously so many people lost that. So you kind of have to spend time finding yourself and what, who am I and what's actually mm-hmm. important to me outside of my job rather than just being defined by who you are being your job. There's yeah. so much more to people and the human experience outside of work, which I think was really important for a lot of people. That's it. There's a lot of, um, what's the word, like, in, in introspect? Introspect, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Introspection. Yeah, yeah. Who, who am I? A lot of questions asked people, mm. especially, um, like, extroverts spending a lot of time um, at home, I guess, struggling mm-hmm. with, with the isolation and stuff. Yeah, because touching on that point, I think we had, like, different kind of struggles within that because obviously I like to like be out and not necessarily seeing people but like just doing things whereas you had like the one thing to focus on like music and it was like such a great time for you to have like that amount of time to work on the thing that you you love and I love music and creating music but it's always like a social Mm. experience for, for me for you yeah 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 Mine's always been very isolated mm-hmm. anyway, just lock myself away, mm-hmm. make beats, bars, whatever. Yeah. On, on the flip side of that, was there, um, what what didn't you like about lockdown? Like what, what's, <laughs> what's happened that you haven't, like for me, mm-hmm. gigs, like seeing. Obviously, yeah. Okay, so. <clears throat> Lack of travel, because um, I like I love being able to travel. Um, so that's like one one major thing. Not being able to see people as freely as you'd like to. Not being able to go to gigs, the theatre, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the the way the music industry and the perform the arts yeah. are suffering at the moment mm. is disgusting. Absolutely, um, and the lack of support they're getting given from, to them yeah, yeah, yeah. is is ridiculous the thing is the government don't see the arts as essential but all throughout the first lockdown particularly that was like the main thing that kept everyone going like For music sure. comedy like tv tv mm. shows like I, I didn't like the amount of tv shows that were done via zoom like mm. that bugged me like i don't want to see no non-hd like <laughs> glitchy picture like i didn't i didn't enjoy that <laughs> what about ramesh's show though you enjoyed that didn't you it's all right but, but the, it wasn't the zoom, it's not the same is it no. but i have noticed now that when i watch tv um whether it be a series or anything often that's filmed prior to the pandemic mm-hmm. when people touch or hug I, I notice it a lot more. Same. And, and I think this was pre-pandemic. Like, so do I. Can't, can't do that now. 
can't be touching strangers anymore. It's so funny. Like when we're watching The Affair, which is a program um, that we've recently started watching, and there's so much intimacy in that, and you really do mm. notice. Like, I doubt we'll be able to see anything like it for a long while now. There's been a few shows that we've watched post lockdown. Mm-hmm. Like um, we watched The Bridge on Channel Four, the reality mm-hmm. show, um, and they had to isolate for a while all together prior to filming or mm-hmm. going to this island to film in order to be able to just be free and not have to distance and whatever else. Um, but even like we watched Romesh's Christmas special yeah. when he went to Outer Hebrides mm, mm. and like all the crew are social distancing. I yeah. mean, they did a pretty shit job of it <laughs> in the car when they had the screen up and yeah. it was just falling down and that like, they did a pretty shit job of it, but I don't know. I would like to see less of the distancing on screen. Yeah, same. Because it kind of, like, you lose the magic that was there before. Because mm. so much communication happens from, like, body language and, like, physical touch. Yeah. Um, that you can't really express just by saying stuff. I mean, from- I mean, they're, they're creative with it in Corrie and, <laughs> and EastEnders and whatever. Yeah. They're creative. They're showing us angles on Corrie we've never seen before. Yeah. Like, angles of Sally's house that I've never seen. (laughs) They've never shown it before. Like, I rate that. But at the same time, it's still not the same. When when a married couple walk into somewhere and they still have to distance. Yeah, exactly. Because in real life, they're not married. (laughs) It don't make sense to me. No, it doesn't make sense whatsoever. No. um, That's been really strange. Yeah. What what has come out of lockdown? Lockdown? Out of... 2020 i should say that you don't like so we've spoken about the best and i've spoken about a few of my mm. not so good things obviously not seeing you was like one of the the major ones obviously <laughs> um no i don't know like obviously the gigs not mm. the fact that i mean obviously we'll get to the fact we've moved mm-hmm. um but the fact that we just can't go out I like, know. can't can't we we had a brief period where we could, but even then it was a bit weird. Yeah. Um, but not being able to just go f- to a restaurant, like go for drinks or that sort of thing yeah. annoys me. But being in lockdown for such a long amount of time, not being able to go to a bar. I remember the first time we went to a bar was in was in Manchester yeah, when yeah. we were looking um for a house. And it was really, really loud. And I actually didn't enjoy myself because yeah. you're so, like out of that experience for such a long time. And when I, you're finally back in there... I think that was the first week, though, innit? That mm. people were allowed out. Yeah, so it, it was. was very much the only ones that wanted to be out. The, or the only <laughs> ones that were out were the ones that wanted to be. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because like we've been out since. Oh, yeah, we've it, been it out. Ain't, it ain't been yeah. like that. No, but, not at all. But yeah, just that, I guess, not being able... Not having that freedom to just go to the pub or mm-hmm. like just go I don't know for a meal yeah like going absolutely. for a quiet meal to a nice restaurant or that sort of thing annoys me yeah for sure and it just reminds me like how much um I probably took my freedom for granted but no one was to know like this was going to happen mm. I mean yeah there's like there's vegan spots in the city center as well that I want to go to there's a bunch of restaurants I want to go to but I can't because of the situation yeah I don't know yeah it's sad but it is what it is and yeah hopefully at some stage in the new year like something will change 
Yeah, fingers crossed. Yeah, we'll just have to wait and see what happens. Yeah. So what are your highlights of 2020? Besides from like the good things that came out of coronavirus. The Lone Moving, mm-hmm. the album. Yeah. Um, it, it's weird. Like when I look at things now that happened January to March, it doesn't feel like it was this year. No, it doesn't, does it? No. Because the weekend before the whole country locked down in March, we went to the Get Show. Yeah. Like that was that was great. Yeah, it was amazing. Went it was to, incredible. Went for drinks after everyone was still out in London. Like mm. no one really cared or feared the the virus. There was a few people on Twitter saying prior like, "Oh, the show's gonna be cancelled." Mm. And Getz was like, "My bills ain't cancelled. <laughs> My bills ain't cancelled. Works have a run." Exactly. Um, yeah uh, I've got as well I made a note that I wanted to mention it my yeah. continued fucking back problems throughout lockdown I know. due to a lack of exercise yeah. and movement maybe yeah but, maybe um, yeah first lockdown I was fucked mm. could barely walk couldn't see no osteopath because everywhere was locked down and most of them didn't want to work um yeah gradually got better and then lately second lockdown it's happened again yeah i wouldn't say as bad but obviously having to go hospital and whatever else Mm -hmm. be seen to um and it's more this time i feel it's more like prolonged like ongoing whereas before it was like hit me hard for a couple weeks and then it sort of got better Mm. but like you're spending quite a lot of time like walking and things so now in comparison to like to what i was yeah yeah yeah, yeah, i'm walking a lot more than what i was yeah yeah Yeah. so i don't know what it could be i suppose when you are at work though you do naturally just move more yeah. yeah i don't know and i guess at that time i was still working a bit like here and there i was doing stuff um, furlough, non-furlough, like yeah. I don't know. It's mm. definitely one of the negatives. Yeah, Obviously, for sure. Yeah, one of the positives moving. Um, Do you want to talk about what led us to move? <laughs> yeah. Which reminds me, we haven't even spoken about obviously the murder of George Floyd, but mm-hmm. I'm guessing you'll probably touch yeah. on that. When was that? Was that the end of May or beginning of June? It was the end of May. 100% the end of May and then yeah. it just led into yeah because I remember Blackout Tuesday was the 2nd of June 2nd of June yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. cuz obviously my 29th mm. was fuckery because of lockdown I mean it was all right we went for a walk along the beach and it was a hot day and we had beers and whatever like but sorry <laughs> no no you know what I mean no I know, I know. Like, we couldn't go out or do anything no of course not um yeah, but just before that was the George Floyd thing. Probably the week must have been the week before. Mm. Um, yeah, it was. Yeah, I saw a lot of stuff circulating on social media. I was at work, like just saw a lot of people sharing this video, which happens when um, when you see, or, or specifically for me because I follow so many black artists. Um, like whatever famous black people who um, 
rappers especially use their their voice mm-hmm. um, yeah as best they can yeah um and it's not the first time we've seen it there's been many videos many cases before mm-hmm. that um every time it happens they get shared and whatever else um but i saw a lot of people sharing this particular one george floyd finish work and then obviously like for after see what's going on mm-hmm. and watched watch the video um yeah it's fuckery obviously yeah it was i don't even know how to like um articulate how it made me feel um because as you say like we see things like that unfortunately on a regular basis and police Mm -hmm. brutality is something that happens over and over again but you would think you would think seeing something so much Mm -hmm. Would desensitize you. Um, yeah, yeah, but yeah. That, but it doesn't. That one just seemed it would like the whole thing was just different, wasn't it? It was different. Like it really. I think the fact that we were um, in a lockdown as well, obviously, amplified in, it. A hundred percent. Definitely, because everyone's at home. Everyone's on social media. That's all people are doing. They're yeah. just talking all day. Yeah, that's, that's it. All, all, all people are doing is communicating. Mm. They ain't got work, yeah. really, most exactly. people. Um, and that's when it really highlights who you want in your life and who you don't want in your life because a lot of people would ignore <laughs> such a massive and issue. A, a lot of people did ignore it. Um, For sure. And many didn't ignore it in the wrong way mm-hmm. there were, there was many people who um for some reason felt threatened by black people saying their lives mattered which makes no, no sense, sense at all no sense um, i i unfriended a bag of people there was people that I've been friends with for 10 plus years that I, if you asked me at the beginning of the year, like who were my people, I would have said some of these people were my people. (laughs) Definitely. Um, Yeah, they're not my people. No. They they can't. um... So yeah, I'll get into the the thing. Um, One of Danny 2.0, his... One of his people, um, edit, edit. I won't get into it too much, but some around the Black Lives Matter protests, mm-hmm. um, she confronted someone. Basically, there was graffiti on something. Mm-hmm. Um, let's be real, this is paint on brick. Mm-hmm. Um, and someone was washing it off. There was army people washing it off, and she asked why. No, she didn't even ask why they were washing it off. She asked why they put Black Lives Matter signs in the bin mm. that were left mm-hmm. there. Um, and they they didn't respond. She she was just asking why. And because she was caught on video, all the gammon wanted to out her, mm-hmm. and people were trying to say she did something she didn't do. Mm-hmm. Um, and. Yeah, one of my people was sharing this witch hunt and he joined the witch hunt trying to get her uh, 
cancelled or whatever. Her family were receiving death threats. I think her address was leaked. She Disgusting. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, all kinds of madness. All because, What's it called again when you leak someone's address? Uh, doxing. Doxing, yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah, so they were trying to dox her. The gammon were trying to out her and whatever the else. <laughs> yeah, and I had to check my man. I was like, look, you can't post that. Like, mm-hmm. she hasn't done anything wrong. Like, I know... I have met this person through my people, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um and he was like, if you hold them views, whatever, whatever. And I was like, cool, then we, we can't be friends. No. We can't be friends. This isn't, this isn't you saying you like meat and I don't. This isn't an argument over veganism or vegetarianism. Yeah. This is like, this is real shit. Real people are being affected by exactly. this. This is how I feel. This it's is a, it's it's human, human rights. rights. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, them people have to go. And it weren't just him. He was probably the one that was closest to me, but mm-hmm. there was others, there was many others that yeah. I cut out Same. and said, no, we ain't, we ain't boys, we ain't cool. You can't, you can't have these opinions, not even a little bit. No. Or, or you can is, have them a little bit, and if I check you and you still want to argue, mm, then f- yeah. fucking go as well, innit? Because the thing is, like, eventually, um, we are going to have black children. <laughs> Yeah. So there's no way, like, there's no way we're going to allow people with those views around us and raise our children up with people like that around us. Like, it's just not going to happen. No. <laughs> Hell no. No. Hell I, I'm, no. I'm, like, I understand there's been many instances um, in life for white people where other white people think it's okay to make a racist comment because Mm -hmm. that person's white they feel more comfortable Mm -hmm. doing it around that person because that person's white in the same light that or in the same vein that someone who's straight will tell another straight man a joke about a homosexual person Mm. or a man will say to another man a transphobic or sexist Mm -hmm. joke about women Mm -hmm. um I, I don't know why that is why them people feel comfortable in that setting they just assume that they're everyone's like all men all their brains are wired the same and other men must think how they think mm. like that's not the case no. and there's been so many instances in my life and so many people I know where that's gone on and it, it sort of takes you by shock and people are like taken aback or whatever but th- there comes a point where you just can't you can't do it. You can't sit back. You can't ignore that. You have to no. say what, like you check that person in it. Absolutely. That's it. Whether it's your parent or your friend or your colleague or whatever, you have to say, whoa, whoa, like you, you can't say that. That's not cool. Absolutely. And I'm going to touch on that point because it's very important. What really annoys me is when people say, mm, I don't really want to say anything because it might make that person feel uncomfortable. From someone that has experienced racism, imagine how uncomfortable I feel. So no. you feeling a little bit uncomfortable just to check someone that you're supposed to have that sort of bond with, to me, is insulting. Mm. <laughs> yeah, if you're tight with that person, why can you not say exactly. anything to them? If they can say anything to mm. you and they are, why are you not able to say anything back? I exactly. Get it. Hell no. I, I like yeah. I've been in situations and I've I've hated myself so mm-hmm. much when I've walked away from them situations and not when said I anything. haven't said anything. Yeah, and it and it's really got to me. Um, 
and I've said before, I never knew racism and like I, ne- I never knew what it was mm-hmm. until I moved to Kent mm-hmm. um, and I started started primary school and people were telling um, jokes bearing in mind we're eight years old mm-hmm. and kids in the playground are telling jokes using the P word mm-hmm. obviously can't run under any circumstances this would have been what 90 99, 98, mm-hmm. 99, 2000. Yeah. Um, obviously, different times and whatever, still not cool, but it was being said, these jokes were being ran. And me not really understanding, like, I guess I contributed as well, took them home with me and told mm-hmm. those jokes at home. Mm-hmm. And my mum was like, that's not funny. Like, you can't say that. That's not cool. Yeah, go on, see. Yeah, yeah, you can't, like that's they're they're racist jokes Mm. or whatever i didn't understand at the time the malice or whatever in them until my mum checked me and 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 that's the most important thing like you were eight years old and your mum told you straight away Mm. it's wrong you shouldn't do that whereas a lot of other parents would be like oh no it's fine they're only eight they're just joking it's Mm. fine and then that person would carry on having those views because no one checked them as soon as they heard like what they what they said Mm mm-hmm that's it um like i remember at that time my mum said to me obviously my my stepdad is indian Mm -hmm. british um she said to me like how do you think he feels hearing the like what you're saying Mm -hmm. how do you think that makes him feel and Mm -hmm. it weren't until then that i realized like right this is fucked like this proper fucked obviously didn't contribute to that shit ever again Mm -hmm. but even now like people still use that word yeah, exactly. and those jokes it's disgusting people still use the p word the n word mm. i think you can forgive maybe an eight-year-old who you check for saying something that isn't correct but when you're an adult and you're still still saying this shit like mm, no there's no excuse there's no excuse whatsoever <laughs> like it mm. just doesn't make sense to me it doesn't make sense to me but yeah, I, I say the first time that I experienced that was in Kent because I think that it's prevalent in, in Kent. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe before where I lived somewhere that was predominantly white living mm-hmm. in Barrow. Um, like I think there was one um, black child in my school, my primary school. Um, like r- r- racism there, I I hadn't experienced it or, or witnessed it. Mm-hmm. Um yeah and i remember when i moved to kent as well there being like a real anti anti kosovan mm-hmm. like narrative i remember that and i remember people saying oh no the kosovans whatever and i was like what's wrong with kosovans like, i don't understand and then it's only years later when i look back at that time <coughs> sorry and um there was a war in kosovo mm-hmm. so they were the refugees at the time the same way that it's syrians now do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, so exactly. I understand why people said it, and because Kosovans were the refugees, and I guess their parents were saying to them, Kosovans are bad people and mm-hmm. whatever else. Yeah, but disgusting. yeah, I, I I had never experienced it until I lived in Kent, and and it was uh, all throughout my time there. I think it was like an underlying um, underlying thing. For sure. Um, what was your experience well, of we switching from 
Swaziland yeah, too. That's what I was going to say. So I also moved to Kent when I was quite young. So I moved to Kent when I was um, 10 in 2002. So at that time, there was barely like any any black people there. Um, so like straight away, like I could tell that I was different. Bear in mind, I'd come from a place where every pretty much everyone was black. Mm -hmm. If there was white people or mixed race people there, they were They women. stood out. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. But And now the shoe's on the other yeah. foot. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I moved here and I could tell straight away I was different. So like my hair was different. Like I'm a dark skinned black woman. Black woman? I was a child. <laughs> dark skinned <laughs> black child. <laughs> And I also had an accent as well. Like even now, I still have a little bit of a twang, and I would I still say things like differently to like people that were born in England. I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I I think I have that occasionally, <laughs> and I was just born up north. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. Like, I still say things funny. That's yeah. But at the time, obviously, like my I had like a really strong accent. So my way of coping with it was just not to speak. <laughs> if I could not speak so at school um so I was in year six so at school I didn't didn't really speak whatsoever just because I was like so hyper aware of how different I was and how different I sounded to everyone else um culture, and it just yeah shock, absolutely shock but senses. it just yeah it just made me feel really anxious but then on top of that because other people hadn't experienced black people either meant that if you like were walking around people would stare at you people like people would be outwardly racist i think now that times are moving on and more black people have moved into um the uk people are much more covert mm. in most instances obviously i've experienced situations where people have been overtly racist in recent times but at the time people were like overtly racist and they didn't see any anything wrong with it like they'd make monkey noises at me they'd like just shout stuff at you that look at you like really weirdly like there's just a mixture of stuff so obviously experiencing that um and then knowing within myself that I am so different to other people just made it so difficult to live here and I think people have a very narrow-minded view of what Africa's like and living in Africa's like. Like, I had the best childhood, like, I was privileged to have an amazing upbringing, and I think a lot of people think that, oh, you move from Africa, which means that you're really poor. Comic relief, poverty, that, that's the which, general... Yeah, like, which is yeah, the yeah, complete yeah. opposite of, like, what my childhood was like. Of course. Um, so, obviously, I was like, I miss that. And I miss being around people that are like me and that understand me and don't look at me in a certain way. Like, I think it's a lot to go through at such at a age, young age. Definitely. Um, especially when there's a very limited amount of black people around you as well. Like, it's slightly different now because obviously if um, a child emigrated to the UK in the same position as myself, at least there'd be a few more black people rather yeah, than yeah, like yeah. you're the only one or one of two mm -hmm. um yeah so i just hated it but luckily like a couple of years later i found performing and that helped me through a lot within my life like helped with my confidence and coping and coping mechanism a hundred percent because mm. at first i literally just hated it and it's so difficult to communicate how something makes you feel and then eventually just turned into like me hating 
myself because of how other people made me feel. So mm. obviously I thought that I am the issue rather, say, than, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> rather than realising that everyone else is. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's disgusting. Yeah. I mean, I, when I first moved, I was eight years old with this like strong Barovian, Northern Cumbrian mm. accent or whatever. Um, and I felt that way. I felt ostracized because of that. Mm. And people were like, oh, he's weird because he speaks different. He's f- like, he's weird. Mm. So I can't even begin to imagine what it's like coming um, from a different country, mm. having an accent and, and being black as well. Do yeah, you know what absolutely. Because I mean? at least like if you were quiet walking down the street, people wouldn't necessarily know. That no one would know, yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> Whereas, it. like, there's nothing, literally nothing... You can't hide. I can do to hide yeah, yeah. who I am and what I look like and my family as well, like... Not, not that you should hide, but mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, obviously, like, my sister and my parents have gone through horrible experiences mm. as well, especially because my parents work in industries where they, like, help people, Deal with in, people. Yeah, in, yeah. in different ways I so remember be- your dad saying about stories and stuff mm, disgusting like so stuff that bad. no one should have to experience mm. do you know what I mean but it is what it is and my parents have been like super strong but then I think because of that you then feel as though you have to be strong yourself and can't really show that vulnerability so it's only like especially with lockdown and George Floyd being murdered um, by the police I had to like sit my parents down in, and say in, in big 2020 yeah like <laughs> exactly we're not eight years old exactly anymore. like yeah yeah so I was like I had to sit them down and just talk about like obviously like these experiences are still going on this is how like moving here has like affected me and still affects me to this day like these mm. for instance the situation that I um experienced today like I still go back to like my inner child like mm-hmm. how you felt as a child and how other people made you feel mm-hmm. um because those things are still happening now t- if t- that makes touch. sense do you want to touch on that if yeah, you, yeah yeah of yeah. course so, so what happened today okay so i was going into the city and this is actually something to touch on because i feel as though um if i'm in an environment and i'm the only black person and mm. i'm with you for instance i feel as though other white people are less likely to be racist because i'm there yeah because i'm with another white person um yeah. i i don't know what it is but i feel as though i've always experienced more racism when i'm with just black people or just people that aren't like no white people. I mean, there. No, no one has ever <clears throat> been overtly racist when you're with me. No, no nor would no. I fucking let. No. Them. Let's be real on that. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. I just thought I I had to say that. Yeah. No. Of course. Go on. Um. So basically, I was going into town, into town. I was going into Manchester city centre, in an Uber. Bearing in mind, like we lived like 10, 15 minutes in an Uber from us. To the city yeah, it's So it's a... not like I was travelling for an hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. travelling for a, a short, very short, short amount of time. It'd probably take me longer <laughs> to go for a walk to the country park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Go on, go on. So I was in the Uber, um, literally drove a couple of minutes up the road. Um, my Uber driver was also black. I was black. Um, and he was great. He was lovely. Drove up the road, um, got to a junction... And sometimes it can be quite hard to 
I, I don't know. It doesn't matter what was happening because I didn't see. It, it doesn't worry. <laughs> no. Anyway, so we were driving, got to a junction, and um, he stopped. The Uber driver stopped, and then he pulled out and proceeded driving. And then straight away, someone beeped him. And then both of us were like, oh, what's going on? But then you continue because people be people when, when driving, like if they feel as though someone's done something wrong. Yeah, one, um, one beep. Maybe. Yeah, one beep's absolutely fine. But then he beeped and then there was a little bit of a pause. So this is when I think maybe he then realised that um, we were black in the car. Yeah, maybe. yeah, Because yeah. it beeped, there's a little bit of a pause and then he just proceeded to like continuously like beep, beep like continuously beeping um until and followed us like he might not have been following us but he he was behind he was us probably following you um so continued until we got to a uh, space in the road so not the same road a different road where he could be next to us in the car Mm-hmm. He then proceeded to roll down his window <clears throat> and then he started shouting um, abuse towards the Uber driver, basically saying that, um, who do you think you are, like, joining that junction, like, before me? Um, I don't know if it because the Uber driver definitely joined when he shouldn't have or whatever, but that that doesn't cares, matter. Yeah. Um, so he was shouting that and then proceeded to shout a lot of um, racist abuse at Uber driver, myself, both of us, I don't know. Um, and then he, yeah, he was just shouting and trying to intimidate us, looking at us like really angrily. Um, and then we'd carry on driving because we were at traffic lights and they stopped. And then we had to like carry on driving. Um, and then he just carried on following us, beeping continuously. Um, if he got to a stage where he could be next to our car again, he'd do the same roll his window out, up, down and like shout stuff at us or like look at us intimidately. Um, and it just continued and he just continued like following us and beeping. Um and it's annoying because I really wanted to to record what was going on. Um, and I'm glad that I actually sent you, like, look back. I kept looking back to try and get his um, number, number plate. plate. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. the thing is, like, in situations like that, you could tell that it was escalating and it kept escalating. And it's not because of the way the Uber driver dealt with the situation, because I think that's something worth um, covering or highlighting. Because a lot work? Of, Exactly. Like, what can he, he do? He's at work. He was at work. He was really calm in the situation. Um, he didn't do anything wrong. Um, because I know a lot of the times when you tell a story like this, a story like a, when something happens, people would be like, well, what did he do to mm. provoke the other person? Well, he didn't he, he, do... he did his job in keeping his passenger safe. Exactly. Who is also at risk of this man's aggressive and threatening like mm. racist views mm. do you know what i mean absolutely because he just kept following us and like obviously i'm glad i was able to send you his number plate because anything could have happened like he could mm. have followed me and him all the way to my destination or he could have followed us and then as soon as my uber driver left me at my destination something mm. else could have happened like, that's it i, I, I don't I, I know was getting what... ready to jump in the car and meet mm. you at your destination because i didn't know exactly. what was going on you just on. don't know what's going to happen mm. especially with people like that because you could tell like he had so much hatred and anger towards us just for literally being black it's disgusting. Like, there's he, he's nothing... He's a coward. Yeah, and exactly. He's a, he's it's disgusting. A bully and, yeah. 
Zero Which ratings. is why when we talk about the reason, like we have many reasons of why we moved up here. Like people are more friendly. Like we're near, it's pretty more, much in the in a city. Like more affordable. We're near a city. Much more diverse. We're also not near a city, but it's more diverse. Exactly. So when we say that we moved here because we wanted to get away from White Kent and mm. people. Um, still feel as though we shouldn't have done that or have like a negative opinion of why we've done that mm. like this highlights that like we live somewhere that's so much more diverse and things like that still happen so imagine yeah. the experiences that myself or my friends or my loved ones my family have experienced in places like kent yeah like, and, I, and i just want to say this isn't uh i told you so yeah. for everyone who i said the reasons that we're moving to money. No. Everyone who said, oh, well, you're still going to get it there. This isn't no. an I told you so. This is, this happens everywhere. We were, yeah. we just want to live somewhere where it happens less. Less. Yeah, 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 yeah. And this is also like those people who said, you're still going to get it. it. Fuck you, innit? Yeah, exactly. Like, what, you can't be happy for me making a life choice that I want to make. Fuck you then. I mean, we're, I think we've made an amazing choice. Like, we get to live together in an amazing house, amazing area. Great area. Like, like it's so much more culturally diverse, do you yeah. know what I mean? I, I like that. I, I like it a lot. And, Even and Manny, it, like... And, and this, this is... The thing is, like... It's a big thing that's happened, mm -hmm. obviously. <coughs> but it's not representative of Manny. No. Like, that's not what Manchester's about. No. I don't think. No. Um, you just... Obviously, like, if you live within the UK, they will be racist people everywhere you mm. go. But as someone that's black and will one day raise black children, you want to live in a place where they will feel as welcome as possible. Uh, uh, yeah, a bit more comfortable than the <laughs> I previous mean, place. Yeah, why is that so difficult to that's understand? It. I mean, yeah. I mean, Manny, I, I think, is warm and welcoming. Mm, absolutely. For the most part. Like, absolutely. You can be in a supermarket and anyone will just stop and chat to you. Yeah. Like, it's it's calm in that respect. Um, and I posted that thing earlier on on that mm -hmm. group, innit? that Manny group. And most people, bar one, have commented, like, I can't believe your mm. girlfriend had to go through that. Mm. That's, that's disgusting. There's no place. That's not what we're about. That's not what this community is about. Not everyone's like that. Rah, rah, rah. But it's still prevalent, even in a in a place where it's not about that. It, it's still still going on. Exactly. Mm. And this could have really, really affected someone. Like not only that, it could have gone a lot worse than it, it did. Have, yeah, it could have gone left, way left. Yeah. If, way if your, dri if your left. driver act like had a different um, like. Do you know what I mean? You, mm. you can't blame someone no. in that situation no, for absolutely. getting out of the car. No, absolutely not. And also, just to highlight, we live in a country that has better gun laws than a lot of other countries. So Thankfully. <laughs> exactly. So imagine if the white man that was getting annoyed with my Uber driver for apparently joining the junction too soon had which, which, which a gun on Which him. we've seen before happen in America. Exactly. We've seen, exactly. We've seen white men go out and hunt black people like exactly. fucking animals do you know what i mean exactly so with his car right next to us if we lived in america let's say where they have stupid gun laws he could literally pulled out a gun and shot us mm. 
on on the plus side, <laughs> like literally on the plus side your driver could have shot shot him as well but <laughs> that's a story for another mm-hmm. yeah yeah so yeah we we are lucky in that respect but mm. i don't know it, it it it's still a problem that needs facing it's a massive problem when when you say um i have a problem with your racism and then people respond with like I have a problem with you having a problem. That mm. that's what it is, isn't it? That's what it is. Don't exactly. protest my protest. Doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense at all. Mm. So the obviously coming back to what we were saying, mm-hmm. the George Floyd thing mm-hmm. this year really yeah. really stirred um, ra- racial tension. Mm-hmm. Is is that the right way yeah. to phrase it? Yeah, without it did. being insensitive, like people got um, riled up on both sides. Um, rightfully so, uh, the rise of the Black Lives Matter mm-hmm. slogan and movement um, in the UK. There were protests in the US. There were protests. It's it's amazing in the sense that it was felt worldwide and people were protesting worldwide Mm -hmm. like that was that was good to see yeah that that kind that level of um like unification is that the right Mm. word um it's happened before and we've seen protests and in the u.s and riots and whatnot um I, I don't think we've seen this level of protest, though, where it's happening in Germany, Spain, mm. Britain. Like, I, I don't think we've seen that level of protest mm. before. I, I may be wrong. Um, it was... Then, on the flip of that, there was people protesting the protest as well. Yes. It... So, we... The weekend that we were supposed to go to London, because we, at the time, lived close to London and yeah, would have yeah. preferred to be in London for the protest just because we knew that it would have been much more diverse than being in Kent. Yeah. So the weekend we wanted to go to London for the... Not wanted, but could go to London for the protests. Um, we were advised not to go because of a lot of right-wing... So, so, so this is the weekend that Tommy put out his <laughs> mm-hmm. call to yep. his hooligans. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, he didn't put out his call to um, EDL or whatever. He put his call out to the Football Lads Alliance, which is a far <laughs> bigger right-wing yeah. institute, let's be real. Um, the EDL, like, I, I've been at protests in Maidstone where... Uh, or some of these organisations have have been um, protesting. Then they're, they're not there to protest. They're mm. there to kick the fuck out of someone. Yeah, That's what exactly. they're there for. Um, on that weekend, it's not smart going somewhere where thousands of people are expected. Um, and and this was a big weekend for their their side of things, isn't yeah. it? So I think on the back of that i think black lives matter said it's too much of a risk um even though we're going there to peacefully protest yeah it's too much of a risk for black people and people who who are um allies of of the the sentiment it's too much of a risk to to us to go to a setting where people are coming looking for a fight mm-hmm. um 
Which I was so gutted about. Yeah, but I, I think it was the right move. Yeah, abso- I mean, absolutely. It was definitely es- the right move. Especially for us coming from outside of London, mm-hmm. you're sat on a train with... A sign that says Tommy Robinson is a pussyhole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am, but... <laughs> I can hide that. Do you know what I mean? I yeah. can flip that over. Like if we're sat on a train and then there's a group of six men coming from mm. Welling or Bexley Eve or Dartford, <laughs> other places, Margate. other places exist. But yeah, yeah. If there's a group of six skinheads coming from there mm-hmm. and we've got signs, whether they can see them signs or not, it's not hard to tell. They would assume. It's not hard to tell which side of the fence we fucking sit on. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It's not street smart coming from out of an area to then have to leave that area as well on the same transport that these same people have to use. Mm. Like you're, you're putting, you're open up yourself to, to fuckery, isn't it? Yeah. To get and, and they made the right choice because they ended up just fighting themselves and the police that weekend, I remember. Yeah, <laughs> after weeks of saying that BLM are thugs and all they do is batter police, they went there and battered police because <laughs> exactly. they had no one else to batter. Exactly. They tried banging like... Fair play to him. Uh, I think Stormzy was there, Mega Man, mm-hmm. like all the, like, do you know what I mean? They mm. they all showed up, um, and and there must have been about ten of them mm. surrounded by was it Parliament Square surrounded by like hundreds, thousands of skinheads or whatever mm. chucking bottles, and they, and they mm. stayed there. They firmed it. Mm. That's when the same weekend that picture came out of the I black don't know man the gentleman's name. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, carrying out the skinhead. To save him from mm. from getting fucked up. Mm. Do you know what I mean? You come here to fight and then you can't even... Same weekend as well that the picture surfaced of my man pissing on the memorial for... Was it Lee Rigby or so, some... Something to do with the military for sure, but I just can't remember. Yeah, there was a memorial for police or military or something mm. to that effect. And they're there to protest and protect the monuments and then he's photographed pissing on the on the monument yeah exactly it's just stupid these people don't want to protect anything no they want to fight yeah people of color or people who aren't who aren't white and it's funny so we ended up going to a protest in canterbury yeah um (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) so we went to the protest rough rough area of canterbury (laughs) shut up no it wasn't it's dangerous (laughs) So we went to Canterbury and mm. they were still in Canterbury protecting statues that no one cared about. Be- bearing in mind, the majority <laughs> of this protest is fucking uni students. Exactly. Well, uni students, A-level students. Just It, it was a young crowd, wasn't yeah. it? It was yeah, a young yeah, crowd, yeah. predominantly white, yeah, I guess. Like, it was. Obviously, it's a uni, student, uni city, so mm. you're going to get some sort of diversity. Mm, mm. Um, but it was no, like... It wasn't London, was it? No, it was, no, no, no. And it was so peaceful, so calm. Everyone was, like, friendly, yeah. I guess. Um, but you, you, you still got ignorant... The, they was, they, there were a lot of ignorant people. People who but, just wanted to jump on the, the bandwagon. Yeah, but. absolutely. But even so, like, <laughs> there were still stupid people, like, protecting statues that no one cared about, just trying to intimidate the people protesting yeah. no one cared so, like, so we, no one cared so, yeah <laughs> the first place we stopped like we marched to wherever there was, mm. there was a, it was good turnout as well mm. wasn't it? it was good yeah turnout. it was super busy um which i guess i expected for canterbury being more left um but the first place we marched to we stopped 
I'm stood there with my <laughs> Tommy Robinson's a pussy old sign. Yeah. I look to my right and there's like a big <laughs> biker gang, like yeah. skinheads. I, some of them had beards, levers on, like stood there defiant in it, ready yeah. to protect that monument. Like no one's touching this brickwork. Like calm no down, one cared bro. about yeah, it. Yeah, calm down, bro. I'm not here for you. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then we got to the next one and there wasn't a biker gang. But the next monument, there was like, I don't know, 19 year old, like football, like mm-hmm. wish it was the 80s football firm, <laughs> like wannabe football hooligans there yeah. with their dads who mm. are balding, two teeth in their head, glass eye, them kind yeah, of. Yeah, that's a good description. <laughs> <laughs> them kind of man protecting the, the next monument. And then we, and everyone just walked past, like laughing at them, like yeah. you've come out on but the they, fucking they Saturday. But they were shouting stuff at us, though. I yeah, just yeah, don't yeah, know yeah, what yeah. they were shouting, yeah. but. But everyone was just laughing, like you've come out on a Saturday exactly. to just stand to around stand the statue to protect brickwork, bro. Like, even if the brickwork was to get fucked up, yeah, what, what it doesn't destroy any memory of anything you no. you have or the history. Like mm. the history still happened. Do you know what I mean? Um, anyway moving on from there we got to like I think we went past like a bus station yeah we did and then there was like a there was a black bus driver beeping his horn yeah I was like yeah I loved this yeah he was loved this mm, yeah it was nice it was good good um, unity good cause mm. like yeah it was cool obviously it was no London protest mm. but I think yeah. we made the right choice in not going to London yeah I know <laughs> It was just sad. But my mm. sister got to go she to London. She got to go, yeah, yeah. She was there. She, she represented. Mm. So that's the most important thing. It, and it's obviously so much, like, I know a lot of people um, didn't feel comfortable going out and protesting. Um, but it's so much more than just going out and protesting. There's so much more you can do outside of that. You know, i.e. educating your white family members. <laughs> Yeah, you know? <laughs> that's it. Talk talk to your peers. Like, this isn't a conversation just for black people. No. Like, white people, this this is on you. This is your conversation. Like, this is what you I should mean, be it's discussing your with your colleagues, <laughs> your friends. Yeah, that's it. This yeah. is for you to sort out. Mm. 100%. 100%. But I am grateful for both our families because I think both our families are great, great people. Which is good. Yeah. 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 Big up the fam. Big up the fam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, do you want to talk about moving up here? Yeah. So, off the back of that, <laughs> I guess that's what sparked it, innit? We was in yeah. a position where, <laughs> fuck this, like, yeah. we don't want to be here. We don't want to be around everyone that's shouting, like, anti- all lives matter. What do you mean all that? Like, mm. fuck off. I it don't want to be around it. No. I don't want to hear it every day. I don't want to hear... Do you know what I mean? No. It was literally like, how much money have you got saved? How much have you got saved? Okay, cool. Yeah, let's, let's go. Let's, <laughs> let's go. That, that's like, literally what happened. Like, yeah. I handed my notice in. A week later, we were in Manchester looking for houses. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Came to Manny, like, house searched relentlessly. It was no days <laughs> off. Like, came back again, searched yeah. again. And now we're, we're here, innit? We're here. So yeah, but yeah. Oh okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um so yeah, we're here, isn't it? <laughs> we're here. 
we've um yeah we're in our house this is our yard magnum for breakfast yeah household um hq and and it's long overdue coming back with this episode we needed to wait until we were in certain positions to to come back and do this i'm glad now reaching um like a conclusion of the year we're Mm. able to do it we're back we've got the festive settings obviously Obviously, for future episodes, we're going to have to find... Backgrounds. Backgrounds. But we've, start, we've started new Painting. hobbies. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that's actually a good um, how, how thing did that to go start? We was in the lakes, mm. and we... Can we say that? We, we were in the lakes, me and you. <laughs> and and we... Fountain. Yeah, we was, we was at the Lake District um, and for a weekend, long we weekend. We are, yes. We're in the Lake District, long weekend. And then it was announced that we're going into lockdown... 2.0. That was so, the weekend, isn't it? Horrible. Horrible, horrible time for yeah. it to happen while we're trying to enjoy exactly. like a celebrate and <laughs> how <whatever>. selfish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, go on. So um I I think it was me. I've said, okay, so I think I'm gonna start painting every day of the next lockdown just to like paint Something my feelings. Do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Express yourself. Express yeah, express yeah, myself. Express. <laughs> yeah, go on. And express how I feel every day. And then we're both like, okay, cool. But then I actually came home and I was like, okay, no, I, I found... I, yeah, I think at the time I said, you know you, what, I, I haven't painted since... Yeah, you said, yeah, 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 I want to do that yeah, too. But I, then I thought it was going to be one of those things where... We say we do it and then, and then do don't it. do it. Yeah, yeah, but then yeah, literally, yeah. as soon as we got back, I looked for paint sets. Acrylic. The rest is history. Yeah, so now we're painting. Um, you should shout it? out your um, your Insta page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's here. <laughs> At, at Daniel Sun Paints, it should be here on here. the screen. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm doing like my stuff is like hip hop inspired, like everything I do. Mm-hmm. Um, hip hop and like sneaker culture mm-hmm. inspired. Um, what else do I do? Yeah, that, that's pretty much it. And it mm. acrylic on on paper. Yeah. My artwork's there. If anyone's interested, mm. it's for sale. I'm doing commissions. Um, oh yeah, I will actually do commissions. If you should do commissions. Within reason. Yeah. Within reason. It's got to be within my boundaries. Yeah, but everyone that you've told them now, hip hop related. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've done trainers, like the odd... Slash I did sneakers, a Mac 11, on Mac 11 gun. I did... The West Side Gun one's probably my most creative, mm. I think. Yeah, because there's so much to that. Um... Yeah, I'm looking forward to getting to like realist like faces and doing that sort of thing. But yeah, mm. what was your 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 painting as well? I'm trying to paint. No, you're succeeding. <laughs> you are painting. Okay, so my style is a lot of color, but it's always black women. So it's like abstract, abstract faces. Would you say? Of black yeah, women. Yeah, it's definitely abstract. Um, and it's like using a, I don't know what the technique's called, but it's paint layered on top of paint, layered on top of paint, yeah, and different yeah, yeah. different colours. But you can still tell that it's black women. And the reason that I'm doing that is because number one, I feel as though there's a lack of positive representations of black women and I want to obviously be a part of um, showing black women in a positive light and number two eventually I would like to have my paintings on t-shirts 
um, and maybe other things just because, um, and I've done a test run of the t-shirts so far. Um, and that's because like when I was growing up, you'd see a lot of like t-shirts with like, you know, white women or white girls on there. Mm -hmm. It'd be so difficult to find t-shirts with black women on there. So yeah, yeah, that's why. So eventually they'll be for sale once, once we get to that. Yeah, absolutely. I definitely want them to be for sale, but they sting. Yeah, things that are really important to me, like ensuring that the designs are as great as they can be. And also, like, ethically, I want to source, like, a small business that prints T-shirts rather than using, like, a massive printing company. Mm. Um, so, yeah, That's I don't want to rush it either. I yeah, want to no, no, make no, sure that there it's, no like... There is no need to rush, no, you there know isn't. I mean? Take your time. That's it. I'm only 28, like, hopefully I've got 80 more years or whatever to live my life. That's so. it. And it's fun, it's therapeutic, like it's good um, to just lock off social media, put a podcast on, put music on, paint, like, Mm -hmm. it's good, isn't it? It's nice, Yeah, I think it's especially good for you, because I don't think you're a person that really switches off. No, I don't. I'm always, always thinking. Yeah, so I think it's good. Yeah, it's good. And Um, it's good, like, quality, like, even mm -hmm. though, like, you don't spend a lot of time actually communicating, but it's good, like, quality time together to, you know... I mean, we still pause the podcast or, or discuss the podcast. Mm. Like, we listen to the mm. Joey Budden podcast a lot, and it's like, my man's talking shit right now. <laughs> like, what's he on about? Or, yeah. like, we discuss it, and yeah. Yeah, it's just good to be, like, away from a TV, let's say, and yeah, actually yeah, yeah, doing yeah. something that you can get a, That's it. a positive outcome out of. And, like, it makes you feel good as well Definitely. after it, doesn't it? Just to um, double back on. You said the positive representations mm-hmm. of black women. Yes. Um, I think I know what you're going to say. Yeah, that tune. That Peng Girls. Yeah, <laughs> Peng, Peng Black Girls by Any. Mm-hmm. E-double-N-Y. Yes, I think so. Um, Let me just check. Um, don't play it. But no, yeah. I'm not going to play it. I'm just literally just checking the, the name. Yeah, so Any uh, featuring Amia Brave, I think. Mm. Yeah, she's sick as well. I I started following both of them off the back of that tune. Oh, good. And the singer, what was her name? Sorry. What Amir Brave. Amir Brave. Yeah. Um, she's got a, another tune out as well at the same time, which is dope. Mm, that's cool. Um, yeah, that. But yeah, highly recommend people go and check that. Like that is a very important song I think that's yeah uh, for sure and it's doing bits as well it's doing bits yeah rightfully so Georgia Smith's on the remix on um on colors mm. like YouTube and it any E double M Y um Peng Black Girls mm-hmm. yeah yeah really, sorry really I just good. had to double back on um, that which reminds me um because of like what happened today. I've gone back to... When I was getting ready, I went back to um, A Seat at the Table by Solange because that's an album that's seen me through sometimes. I, and I, I think it's... A, I know, you don't like... I don't think... Um, I've never really fucked with Solange. Yeah, or no. Beyonce, to be honest. Like <laughs> Solange is queen. <laughs> no, no. I, I hear great things about yeah, yeah. Solange. Try and listen to the album. But yeah, I went back to the album today because um, when I feel low, it's definitely an album that picks me up again. For mm. us, by us, for black people, by black people. It's amazing. Creatively, Fubu. yes. That she's got a song in there called Fubu. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Do you remember the brand Fubu? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. Ali, so yeah, Ali it's great. G, bright yellow Fubu. <laughs> um, yeah, just continuing that. 
especially around the time of like BLM. I know mm-hmm. on, on the way to, or I say around the time of BLM, I mean the protests. Yes. Um, obviously, it's ongoing. Uh, on the way to the Canterbury protest, mm-hmm. I played um, Joey Badass his album. Mm-hmm. Um, let Let me just get the title up because. I know I'm going to say something stupid here. That's not stupid. <laughs> uh, no, nah, because I'll misquote it and I it has to be right, isn't it? Okay. Um, All American Badass by Joey Badass. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that album throughout has very important um, discussion and mm-hmm. messages from 2017. It's 12 mm-hmm. songs. Like, mm-hmm. when it first dropped... <clears throat> I was into like boom bap Joey Badass and then he dropped this and it was a bit more of a trappy sound and I was like oh I'm not really fucking with it and then it it took time to like grow on me Um, and yeah tunes Good Morning America For My People Temptation Land of the Free Devastated like it's all very um, pro black like timeless Mm -hmm. music like very important music and I feel like Especially around the George Floyd stuff. I listened to that album so much. Um, Another album that I need to mention Mm -hmm. that uh, had had the same effect on me um, that I listened to on repeat was Kano's Hoodies. Oh my God, yes. And that's his best album. I don't care what anyone says. That's his best album. Same. That's a work of art. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Iconic. And I'm so, so happy that he toured like at the end of last year mm. because that's a moment that I think we'll remember that, and cherish and, and that's, forever. that's an album that he can tour for the rest of his life. Absolutely. For me, I would go and watch that over and <laughs> over again. Like Same. that album is, you just need to listen to it. Yeah. Even the videos, like incredible. It's so important in modern, I think we've discussed before the importance amongst like gang culture mm-hmm. and like, the London knife epidemic mm. or whatever, like we've we've discussed that, but in in terms of like a, a pro black message mm-hmm. and, and whatever else, like it's so culturally relevant and important and I think timeless as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. And the videos as well, obviously are incredible. Are very much that that mm. um yeah. Yeah, since you've touched on like videos which kind of leads to acting, a film that I've well, I watched it yesterday, actually, again, is Queen and Slim. And we've spoken about this before as well, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, again, amazing, Literally amazing incredible. Film. I don't so even know incredible. how that did in the ratings, you know, I didn't, not that I care, but... Yeah, I don't know, but um, that is a film, like, it's incredible. It's from last year, so it's yeah, got 2019. 7.1 out of 10 on IMDb, which is quite high for it's, IMDb. Yeah, it's quite high, um, but... But yeah, we've discussed it before. It's on Netflix now, isn't it? And Amazon. It's not on Netflix at the moment. Well, it, not it UK was. Netflix. It okay. was, but it's on Amazon Prime for sure. Because I yeah. watched it on there yesterday. But um, Daniel Kaluuya, who is British, mm-hmm. plays Slim. Yes. And is phenomenal. And then Jodie well. Smith, who plays uh, Queen, is also British. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and and both... she's, she's just amazing. Yeah, uh, incredible incredible actors i'm just i don't know 
And this even like, obviously I was in and out yesterday when you was watching it and mm. I was like, this ain't even like a film. It's a work of art from it the is. shots to the color grading, to everything, to the soundtrack. Um, Soundtrack's amazing. To the message <laughs> and, and the character progression and mm-hmm. you fall in love with the characters mm-hmm. at the same time. Like it's, it, it's just a great film. Um, yeah, for Please, sure. please go and watch yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, highly Very recommend important. that. Very important. Very important. Yeah. So what are your plans for next year, would you say? Make music, get money. Get money, make music, get, get money. money. Hey. Hey. That's not the type of music you're making. No. No. Make music, get money, make <laughs> podcasts. Yes. Um, and the money thing isn't even primary at the moment. No. Like, well, just I, fucking be happy, innit? Yeah, like, absolutely. It, in a time where everyone's fucking depressed mm. and... Um, Which is understandable, like, by the way. We're not, yeah, we're of course. Not yeah, yeah, yeah. The fact that no, of course. But, like, in a time where the government are so fucking piss poor, like, mm. just be happy, innit? Like, do things yeah. that you enjoy, like... Like Fuck what I would much rather like you know when I'm older cherish memories that I've had and things that I've done rather than have a lot of money Material and just a things. career. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you know how I feel about yeah, of things. course. I mean, I, I, I like nice things. <laughs> yeah, obviously, which is fair enough, yeah, and yeah, I, yeah, I respect yeah, yeah. that. And so yeah. do I to a certain extent, but I think I'm more of like an experience. Mm sort of person yeah, of like I prefer experiences gigs, to... holidays that sort of thing absolutely what, and helping um, people as well it's like what, what are your goals what? for 2021 um try and travel do something where, where special to? for your 30th as well New that's York. important yeah hopefully I want to go to New York I want to I want to visit all like Sedgwick Ave, where hip hop originated, mm. the first hip hop party allegedly. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to see like all the murals, like I want to see the big pun mural. Yeah. The I want to see all that in New York. I want to live that, the ODB mural. I want to go to like Wu Tang Avenue or yes. whatever it's called. Like I, I just want to do all that shit for my thirtieth. Like. I went for my 15th as well, my which 15th is, yeah, birthday. Which is so crazy, it's, isn't it's it? mad, isn't it? Yeah, 15 yeah. years later. Um, obviously, it was a bit different at that time. I didn't do all the hip-hop stuff. Um, mm. The most hip-hop thing I did was, back then, obviously, I went with my mum, my stepdad, and my sister. Uh, my sister was... Yeah, I was going to say, how old was she? Was she two. even born? She was two at the time. I've got pictures of her in, um, like, when we went to Macy's and I was putting, like, hats on her and massive bucket hats and taking pictures and stuff Um, on some shitty, like, Samsung (laughs) phone. Yeah. Um, Sony Ericsson. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah, so at the time, the most hip-hop thing I did was, like, uh, in Times Square, Mm -hmm. they had people selling, like, rappers selling Mm, CDs, like, hand-to-hand hustle. Yeah. they stood there with their like CD discman and their headphones, like, "Yo, check this out! It's my CD. <laughs> Buy this, yeah, whatever." Yeah, yeah. And I was like, "Oh, like listening to it in my headphones, like, yeah, cool. Like, I'm with my family. Like, this is weird. I'm 15, <laughs> All awkward and that." And then, um, but I remember before I went, I made, I was rapping back then, yeah, and I made a mixtape, like, what for one of your 20, girlfriends? No, like oh. me rapping a whole like 20 tracks, like 
That's crazy. Yeah, I was rapping back then. And I made this CD. I'm not going to say what it's called, but... <laughs> I made this thing, and I, I rapped on, like... Um, the Stay Fly beat by Free Six Mafia. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was all like other people's beats in it because I didn't know anyone that produced, but mm. I took copies <laughs> out there with me for some Aww. reason. Like, I thought, yeah, yeah, I'm going to take shit. <laughs> and I went, so but I, I didn't have them on me. And uh, this guy was like, oh, I checked my mixtape. And I was like, no, nah, like, I checked it on the headphones. I was like, yeah, it sounds cool, sounds mm. cool. But I'm with my family, this is weird. Went away. And then later that day, went back to the hotel got uh like one of my cds out of the suitcase or my mm. bag or whatever and said to my mum oh can i have some money and go and uh get a cd off that man Aww. that we saw earlier yeah and she was like you're gonna be all right like i was like yeah yeah yeah, yeah cool um <laughs> this is so weird like it makes me cringe a bit that i even did this i went down there and uh was like oh, i was down here earlier like uh, at 15 that fucking confident <laughs> like, what the fuck just on the corner and yeah i was like yo like i want um a cd or whatever and he was like yeah cool cool and i was like but i've got a cd as well like i want Aww. you to i want you to have it and he was like, all right cool like thinking what the fuck this like <laughs> and he was because i had this little silver chain at the time he was like oh like little white boy skinhead or whatever he's like a little poor wall or whatever it's called me <laughs> <laughs> and he was like yeah cool take the cd and then uh it had like my details on it my myspace and stuff and he yeah. hit me up and he was like yo i checked your cd he was like you're actually hard like, oh that's like, so good some young 15 year old british kid or whatever <laughs> i was like yeah ratings Loved that's it. so cool Mad, i like that it? good story it's cute, isn't it? cute <laughs> yeah. like, little childhood memories and that I like that. Yeah, his name was Dario. Big up Dario. Big up Dario, wherever you are. Big up. Yeah. But yeah, I want to go back. Jokes. I want to go yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, we my need failure. we need to go back. Even though we well, I was going to say even though we hate the president, but the president, president, prime minister. He's gone president. now, isn't it? Yeah, gone. he yeah, he yeah. won't be in office when we go. So so much has happened this year. <laughs> yeah. Crazy, yeah. I I don't even know um, like what to say how to start but what else what else we're going let's currently mm -hmm. I, uh yeah obviously greg's album come out september yes. september the 4th what are your um favorite songs on that uh i'll have to get the track list up easy on the drums that's one of mine that's Sunrise. the first that's yeah. the first word the intro on the album. <laughs> so i put out this album called greg's and let me be clear before I go into this, Greg's is not because I just love pasties. This or annoys me rolls. because someone asked me this question as well. Like, what? oh, he must love Greg for a vegetarian. He really loves Greg's to write no. an album about it. <laughs> I'm not so, going to say who that is, but if you listen to this, you'll know who you are. <laughs> right, Greg's is. Um, so before Greg's, I did the Spoons EP, which didn't get. A, anywhere near as much love because it was less gimmicky i guess mm. um i did the spoons ep and the idea was it's spoons is a staple in british culture yeah, like stereotypically british yeah 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 Unapolog unapologetically british and mm. i on the spoons ep i rapped over like old school legendary british yeah, beats like witness for instance yeah witness the fitness oil by more fire more fire crew uh p's and, p's q's. and q's there's more miss dynamite um anyway so the follow-up to that was gonna be londis the londis ep mm -hmm. um but i fucked it off for some reason i don't know why 
I think it's because I wanted it to be... The idea was I wanted it to be more around corner shop mm-hmm. culture, but I didn't want Londis, like, brand name. Mm-hmm. I wanted it to be more, like, your local corner shop. And it's just finding, like, the appropriate name for it or Yeah, w- without it sounding, like... Do you know what I mean? Disrespectful. Yeah. So I just skipped the Londis EP and I went to Greg's, the album, which was always going to be the album. From years ago, I was making Greg's jokes about if I was Prime Minister, I would have like a uh, drive through Greg's, a Greg's hotel and all this. And I used to make all these jokes and everyone was like, oh, that's jokes, whatever. And I said, look, one day I'm going to have an album and I'm going to call it Greg's. So that was always going to be the thing. But the idea was that it was another staple in British culture, along with the corner shop and Mm -hmm. along with um, Weatherspoons. So that was the start of it. And then we just ran with that like whole mm. branding and sort of ripped it off like yeah. i had i even had someone say um <clears throat> a greg's paying you like no like this <laughs> is just fun isn't it like exactly and it's kind of <clears throat> as though like your music goes against everything that's stereotypically british, british. yeah yeah which course, is of course yeah yeah i don't know how it's so Some difficult sort of to understand anti- yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um and also Greg's there's something for everyone like mm. I wanted this to be like a kind of unpolished but like rounded album in the sense that it was softer and people might be able to relate to it yeah the Spoons EP was like just bars constant mm-hmm. bars and and there is that on the Greg's thing as mm. well but it's for a sure. lot more accessible I think um, so yeah there's of more, course there's more topical tracks rather than just bars mm-hmm. uh, my favourite mm-hmm. um Obviously, we did Champion Greyhound as the first like, single. Yeah. Uh, the second release was 32 Shots, and then the third was Crazy Ill. Mm-hmm. Uh, my favourites are maybe Champion Greyhound. Okay. Not the Canadian holds yeah. like yeah, a, yeah. a spot for me. Um not so much for the content. Uh, or not the Canadian. I sampled the Coronation Street mm. theme tune, which is me. Like, I love Corey. Yeah. And it's very British and whatever else. And then I flipped it again on Flowers. Flowers. Yeah, so I flipped the same theme tune twice on two tunes that sound completely, completely different. different. Um, Flowers is probably a, a standout for me. Privilege is mm. a standout. Mm. Uh, Dear Sis got a lot of love. I'd say that's probably up there. And then Less Is More. Yeah, Less Is More is good. Um, which was the only tune I didn't uh, produce on the album. Um, yeah, the remix project is about to drop as well. There's a bag of dope producers on there. Mick Swagger, yeah. um, Noz, Slap Up Mill, Evo, Bushwood, and Billy Bush Killer. Um, did the privilege one. There's a lot of tunes on there that I think are better than the originals. Yeah, well. they sound amazing. They sound um, well, as you said, like we we're talking about this the other day, and it just gives like the sort the songs a new lease of life, doesn't it? Yeah, it breathes new life into them, <clears throat> definitely. Yeah. Um, so that's exciting. I'm excited for that too. Yeah. Have Have you got any favourites on the album? Obviously, Big Love has to be up there. Yeah. <laughs> for sentiment, sentimental reasons. Mm. Um, Sunrise is one of my faves. Less is more. Flowers. Dear sis. But I. I was going to say, I think I prefer new, the new... Yeah, I do. I prefer the new one. Sis, but I'm not too sure. Um, Champion Greyhound, obviously. Crazy Eel. 32 shots. 
basically all of them. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. What, and we, we celebrated on the, the day of the drop as Greg's well. Day. We had like, uh, we went and got Greg's and we had a uh, Greg's cake, cake made. made. Yeah. <laughs> Which, like, it was a big cake as well yeah. for two of us. So. I mean, we only had a slice each and then we gave it away to a homeless shelter. So mm. at least it didn't go to waste. That's it. <laughs> That's it. No, it's good. We yeah. su- we supported black businesses mm. in the cake and exactly. then gave the majority of it to a homeless show up. Exactly. Like that's that's more than most <laughs> fucking rappers are doing. Do you know what I mean? No, it was good. It was good. We did like I I felt good for it. You know yeah, I mean? of course. Um, that's a great yeah. time. So the remix album is about to drop. May even be up on um, streaming platforms when this comes out. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, I submitted that yesterday to the distributor thing. Um, hopefully, it's up before Christmas, in it. I wanted it to be yeah. like a little Christmas surprise for a lot of people. Yeah. Big up all the producers who submitted for that because, like, I know a lot of work went into it, and like, yeah, it's sick. Like, what I appreciate platforms it. are you putting it on? Spotify, Apple Music. It's on Bandcamp as mm-hmm. a free release. Um, it, it the intent is it's a free thing, in it so. I hope people enjoy it. I hope people pick like tunes from that and the original and like create their perfect sort of version of mm. the album. Um, yeah, and then we we got a lot of new stuff coming as well. I'm halfway through a new album mm-hmm. um, with Slap Up Mill and Noz. Um, I think Evo might be getting in on that as well. We're working on like a new sort of label idea i can't i don't know if i can say too much but yeah that's I'm, cool. I'm very happy about that good yeah. good it's good for you to like be excited still yeah and, it, and, it's, and, and it's nice for me to not have to like do all the work as well it's mm. nice to have other people that we all share the vision we mm. all know where we want to go with it and yeah, we're all sure. sort of on board so big up them lot as well yeah for sure definitely Yo, mm-hmm. back, back like we never left. Back like we never left, honeys. Right, uh, yeah, where were we? So, room 101. Room 101. Do you want me to go first? Yeah, yeah, so okay. room 101. Obviously, for anyone that doesn't know, because I'm assuming that the video thing will mm-hmm. open our podcast yeah. up to maybe a different audience that hasn't heard us before. I hope so. Room 101, same as the program, the philosophical idea Mm -hmm. uh, that if there's something you dislike you can put it in room 101 and it will disappear forever Mm -hmm. what do you want to put in room 101 today oh today um okay aside from that yeah 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 yeah, of course i'm not even gonna talk about that again okay so Obviously, moving up here has been amazing, like people more friendly, whatever else, but people don't have a sense of urgency, I find. So bearing in mind, like, I find a mask on my face quite irritating. So if I'm in a place where I need to wear my mask, i.e. like a shopping centre or whatever, I like to get things done as quickly as possible so that I can get out and actually like breathe Mm -hmm. properly again. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so I was in a shopping centre and 
every single person in there was walking so slowly and right. i'd like that irritated me anyways like i hate it bearing on my bearing in mind when you're on your own you probably walk faster as well absolutely yeah okay. <laughs> and i know it's very selfish because mm. people should be allowed to enjoy their time with their family or like their partners or whatever but they for should. me do you say they should mm. that's only because you don't have a sense of urgency no, go on. It's, it's, I do, I do. It's my job to rebuttal like what you're saying. Isn't um, it? So, anyways, yeah, that's what I'd put in room one hundred one. But People... do you, do you did mm-hmm. you feel like that when you lived in Swaziland? I don't know. Is this you've been conditioned by the South, who are a hundred miles an hour? Everyone, get the fuck out of my way! Like. Well, I don't think... Everyone sits in the fast lane causing more congestion. Do you think you've been conditioned by that? Maybe, but then maybe I've also grown up to be a person that doesn't like slowness. Because out out of the two of us, you're more likely to say, it's okay, don't... We're not... It's okay. Yes. Yeah, I'm definitely more likely to be like, yes, it's okay. But, like, when I'm doing something, I like to do things quickly or I'd like Mm. to... Were you, you know run, I mean? were you running late for whatever it was? You're being annoying. <laughs> <laughs> I was running late to get home. That's yeah. what I was running late for. Okay. I mean, if I was running late, I'd still like... Oh, my just, God. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you At would. At my own pace, but... Yeah, you yeah, would. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. Okay. So, that's what, put, yeah, yeah. that's what I put in there. Anything and that's else? my... Mm, <clears throat> not right now. That's it for today, I think. Okay. What about you? I think you've got a lot to um, get off your chest, haven't I've you? I've got a few bits. Okay. So um, am I supposed to rebuttal as well? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, feel free. Um, people who refer to Primark as Primarni. <laughs> they're a terrible kind of person and they all need to get in the bin. Okay. I'm just going down Primarni. No, you're you. fucking not. I feel you. Those kind of people. Um, people who spell in it with two N's. How do you spell in it? One N. One N, yeah, yeah, yeah. In it. I knit. In it. <laughs> I knit. What, you spell it with two N's? Yeah, in You've it. You've never spelled it with two N's. Because I don't say in it or spell nah. in it, but if it, I were okay, to, okay. that's how I'd spell it. You, you don't spell it so you're not clued up, but it's actually yes, only one N. No, 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 it's nah, two it's, it's only one it's N. It's two N's. Anyway. Wow. Um... <laughs> I've got on here people who don't pay money back, but I can't remember what that... Oh. There was a reason that I put that there, but I can't I, remember. I, I would be able to tell you the reason, but... Um, Is it you? Do you owe me money? When do I ever owe you money? I, want, I know exactly the situation, but it, it ain't me. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can't remember why that's there. So whoever owes me money, like, it's yours, keep it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. People who... Hang on. This is not just people. This is artists as well. Okay. People who still support artists despite an abundance of oh. evidence supporting their bad behavior. Yeah, I.e. Kanye artists. West. Yeah, that's that's Bar not Kelly. where I was, it's not where I was going with it. But yeah, oh. Kanye is one of them. Like <clears throat> I, I go on the timeline daily on insta and there's mm-hmm. some like review accounts who i follow who mm-hmm. like big up them they do their thing they support me and whatever mm-hmm. but every day it's like what's your favorite kanye west song mm-hmm. 
what's the best Kanye West album? Mm. Like, bro, fuck Kanye West. I I don't want to hear it. Yeah, but He's fuck irrelevant. R. Kelly more, though. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But you, mm-hmm. like, I feel like there should be a boycott against Kanye West for my own personal beliefs. Like, I don't rate mm. him. But I understand people fucking with him more than... R. Kelly said artist R. Kelly I, I was a massive R. Kelly fan uh, I've like a huge R. R. Kelly, Kelly fan but I won't bang his music and no. I won't publicly celebrate him no. because he's not someone to be celebrated no um, Russell Simmons we watched a doc on Russell Simmons uh, founder of Def Jam and that a um, um, documentary on Netflix that seems to be like uh, just going under Sky. the radar. We, right? we watched it on Sky. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was on, it, oh yeah, we watched it on Sky, didn't we? Yeah. It's called On the Record. Mm. Um, and yeah, it's about accusations that he's a serial rapist. Mm. Um, there's also some like sexual predator. At, yeah, and uh, L.A. Reid is like pretty bad mind as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and it doesn't seem to be getting discussed in the culture no. like I haven't seen anyone talking about it and it, it's fucked people and need that, to watch that and like yeah yeah for sure and that documentary came out quite a while ago didn't it yeah that's been out for a minute yeah, yeah. yeah. maybe start of this year or last year but it's been out for a little while yeah we probably watched it start of this year maybe yeah maybe and I think even then it had been out for a little while yeah I don't know let me let me double check when it dropped yeah crazy um, but yeah Agreed. But yeah, it's, it's disturbing to say the least. And um, so, uh, t- 2020, it dropped. Okay. So how do you feel? Because a lot of people in that situation would say that you need to separate the artist from the art. So basically, you can hate the person, but you can still enjoy the music or film that they create. Which... I think it's an ongoing debate. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I'm entirely here to celebrate artists that like for instance R. Kelly his mm-hmm. music is very sexual mm-hmm. so I can't listen to R. Kelly without thinking these words are about a minor yeah exactly or a woman that you're imprisoning like it kind of depends on the music to to that respect obviously Russell Simmons isn't an artist he's a behind the scenes mm. sort of guy um there's other artists as well um Octavian was recently yeah. outed by his ex-partner who exposed video footage of him in what seemed like an abusive relationship. Yeah. Um, apparently, there's songs that he's made that was on his album that was meant to drop but didn't drop because of her and mm-hmm. the label dropped him and all that. Um, there were songs on there about how he wants to kill her. Like, mm-hmm. how can you enjoy it? Like, I understand art is art, but... no. I don't know. For me, I can't fuck with it. I can't celebrate that. I can't whatever in it. Um, Rodney no. Rodney P, UK hip hop legend, uh, a series of assaults on women. Like, although his music isn't about that, can I really champion that music? Probably not. Like, he's. I understand he's been to prison and served time for this, mm-hmm. so I don't agree with um, people who have served their time still being like held accountable so if okay. fucking years later like but, okay. he served his time and he and he seemed remorseful but then more accounts came out mm. and I thought hang on a second like this doesn't feel to me like someone who has 
repented for their yeah. sins and has reformed. Mm-hmm. So if R. Kelly went to prison today and seemed as though he had reformed, years later, would you then be comfortable listening to his music again? I don't think R. Kelly's crimes are like re I don't think it's possible to rehabilitate uh, Mm -hmm. for the sins he's committed and the crimes he's committed Mm -hmm. I don't think R. Kelly I think he's beyond rehabilitation Mm -hmm. basically and I think some crimes are someone like um, yeah someone who is like that kind of predator Mm -hmm. I I don't think you can cure that. Mm -hmm. I think that's like a deeper, deeper thing. Like lock him up in it. He he shouldn't come out for me. Interesting. For me. Um, There's more. There's the recent uh, Dutchavelli accusations, which are still going on. Yeah. yeah. For me, like I I can't fuck with it. Mm -hmm. From the evidence that I'm seeing, I can't fuck with it. Mm Mm-hmm. Agreed. There's a bag of, yeah, there's a bag of people who are uh, like still championing these people who are like, no, nah, my man's innocent, whatever, yeah. whatever. There's people, I understand it's hard when you look up to someone and you find damning news about them because you already love them so much. It's mm-hmm. hard to like see a negative side. So I understand where it's coming from to a certain extent, but I, I just keep it private. If you still want to fuck with them, fuck with them. Don't do it publicly. Yeah. Do it in silence, people. <laughs> I mean, I mean, do it publicly, but you got to expect some sort of backlash, isn't it? Of course. So yeah, I wanted to put people who celebrate cool. those artists and those artists in the bin. Okay, fair um, enough. I agree. Who I just thought, I don't think we should celebrate like actors and and whatever who behave in that way. No, absolutely not. I mean, there's so many talented artists out there that also do so much for the community and other people that aren't celebrated whatsoever. So 100%. why don't why don't we celebrate those people rather than people mm-hmm. like this? Mhm. 100%. Mm. Definitely. I mean, off the top of my head I can't think who, but yeah, 100%. Yes, I, you I, can. We, we just do your research people. Yeah. <laughs> do your research. Um yeah, that's all I had for um Room 101. Okay, that's fair enough. Very good. Yeah. Okay, so what have you been watching or listening to at the moment? Listening to. Listening to. Always, I think I've mentioned them on every single podcast we've done. I know exactly what you're going to say. Go on. No, you tell me. No, say it. (laughs) I was going to say West Side Gun. Yeah, Griselda. Yeah, 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 the Griselda camp. I saw comments yesterday, right, because Eminem's dropped his new fucking release, (laughs) which I'm not giving the time of day. Don't force it down my throat. I don't want to listen to Marshall Mathers, whether he's rapping on Primo Beats or anything. I don't want to hear it. I do not want to hear his voice. In 2020 okay. or 2021. Okay. That's it. Anyway, it's okay. That's anyway, enough. Anyway, That's anyway. enough. Yes. Um, so I saw someone yesterday celebrating M's new release. And then someone responded. Is this is someone that we... Oh, no, no, no. Okay. This is someone else. And then someone responded <laughs> like, bruv, it's dog shit. And he was like, oh, you're just a hip hop hipster. All you like is West Side Gun. I felt triggered by that. Oh, wow. Obviously, I felt with West Side Gun, but I don't yeah, yeah. think of myself as a hip-hop hipster. No. When Drake drops, I champion Drake. Like, I don't think it's yeah, cool do. to like Drake. 
I don't think it's ever been cool to like Drake. Do you know what I mean? No. Um, so yeah, like, uh, I don't know where I was going with this. Griselda all the time. Like I'm banging Griselda <laughs> every day. Uh, what else? Britters and Kane from Manny dropped an album, oh, which nice. I think deserves a mention. Uh, it's a bit more trappy than what I would normally listen to, mm-hmm. um, but he's got some great features on there. Fred mm-hmm. the Godson, Dave East, um, Jadakiss, more Manny artists, Blizzard, mm-hmm. um, and it's a great album. I think it's all produced by a Turkish decipher, like part of Sway's camp. Okay, cool. Um, but yeah, it's just bar heavy. Like I don't really fuck with the trap shit, but it's just bar after bar after mm-hmm. bar, so got to shout that out. Um, another Manny artist, The Life O'Reilly, is dropping mm-hmm. an album on Village Live Records uh, called Time and Tide, which I've pre-ordered the vinyl. Oh, nice. And I've got the MP3s, but I haven't listened to it yet. But the singles that have dropped from that are hard. It's like introspective, like real shit. Uh, check that out. Like he's... And I, I knew of him when I was living in Kent as well, like, mm. when I was young, like, I don't even know. So, yeah, big up him. Sick. Um, what else needs a mention? Mick Swagger dropped a release last year called Villionaire. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been doing bits with Mick Swagger behind the scenes. Not much has come, or nothing's come out yet, um, but we're working. And that's a very bar-heavy project as well. I think he produced that all himself, and he's got some new stuff coming out. Uh, produced by Parky and his crew, the Ant Hill Mob. They're dropping mm-hmm. shit. Big up them. Other than that, uh, it's all just the underground U- uh, US, New York stuff. Rock Marciano, Griselda... Uh, Jest dropped a new EP, mm-hmm. sick. Um, yeah, I think that's all. Cool. What What about you? Have you been listening to anything? You know, my list is going to be much the same. smaller. Yeah, the same, the same music that I always listen to. Yeah. It, it's only because, like, I listen to women that I think are geniuses, mm-hmm. i.e. Nina Simone. Like, yeah. Uh, on the women thing, sorry, yeah. uh, Shay Shay Noir, I think she pronounces it, but N O I R, a woman doing the underground US New yeah, York. Yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. She, yeah, like, she's really good. Because I didn't mention any women. She's in that, really so. good. And sorry, there's a woman from Manny as well called Wanda O N E D A. She's mm-hmm. killing it. What about Valerie? You haven't mentioned her. Valerie June, <laughs> yeah, she's older as well, like as in. The music I've been listening to by yeah, Valerie yes, June, like, like oh, not old, it's twenty thirteen, yeah, so exactly, way old. But yeah, I've been listening to Valerie June. Um, she's like a country folk singer, but she's sick. She's so good. She's yeah. good. Go um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I find it not difficult, but like you know, when you find an artist or artists that you think are exceptional, mm-hmm. it's hard to find that in other people. So I literally will listen to albums over and over again. For instance, when I mentioned earlier, I see At The Table. It's amazing. I'll always listen to Lauren Hill. <laughs> Anything new that I'm listening to right now, I don't even know. Yeah. Probably know. just what I'm listening to. Yeah, because you forced me to listen to what you listen to. I don't force you to listen to it. It's just on in the car. Mm, yeah, I suppose so. Occasionally you'll say, like, can we listen to a woman instead? And I'll be like, It's yeah. always, can we listen to a woman? Oh. It's my request yeah. always, but yeah, oh. I suppose like I suppose they stuff I listen to, but I think because like I 
firstly sing less than I used to sing and like perform Just less. less I, I, yeah. Yeah. And, and like it's strange times as well. I'm not traveling to work every day, so no. I'm not consuming as much music. It's exactly. only on my walks or yeah. whatever that I am or when we go somewhere. But at the same time, I'm listening to so many podcasts that music gets even less time because of that. Yeah, um, exactly. But yeah, I want to, for like future podcasts, mm-hmm. if anyone has any music or there's new artists that oh. I think need pushing, we should listen to it and then review it on the pod as well. Yeah, that would be sick. Uh, I wanted to do that with the Mick Swagger one because mm-hmm. he, he deserves some like more more listens. Yeah, it? for sure. I fuck with him. For sure. And um, obviously like Greg's, the album, um, is something that I've obviously listened to a lot this year. Easy on the drums. Easy on the drums. <laughs> <laughs> what What have you been watching? I've been watching a lot of stuff. Couples come dine with me. <laughs> come dine with me. Couples come dine with mm. me specifically is... Is it better? Mate, it's entertaining. Still got the because same Dave, Dave Lamb, is it? Narrating, yep, still the same narrator. Still the same narrator. There's obviously only... I think it's three couples, mm-hmm. so you get to see the dynamics between the two couples, you know, doing that stuff together, and then, like, seeing the cooking as well. Do you know what is so underrated? No, it's... Just Channel 4 TV. Absolutely. Don't, I agree. Don't tell the bride, is that Channel 4? <laughs> it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> don't tell the bride, come dine with me, mm-hmm. four in a bed. Mm-hmm. Um, what else are we yes. watching Channel 4? So underrated. Uh, there's so much on channel 4 we started watching um, what was that thing with uh, she was even black or mixed race that got married to a white man mm, that was a channel that was an old channel 4 yeah and that was pretty good as well I know what you mean you can find like some gems on there we watched um, the names literally slipped my mind what's it about this is England Oh, we yeah, watched, yeah, we, we watched, watched all of this yeah, 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 from yeah. the beginning. So that was good. Shane Meadows, amazing. Like, the whole thing is so good, so mm. deep. Like, there's bits that will have you in hysterics and then bits that will, like, have you crying. Mm. It's emotional. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, so good. Uh, aside from that, what else we, have we watched? We watched a series on Netflix, a foreign series. I think it might be German <gasps> or Belgian. Do you know what I'm going to say? Yeah. Into the night. Into the night. That the best thing incredible. I've watched in a minute. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not into sci-fi, but that was like <laughs> dystopian. Yeah, like yeah. More along the lines of Black, Black Mirror. Mirror. Yeah. Into the night. Like, watch that. Mm. Recommend that. Into the night's really good. Um, obviously, Power is back now. Mm. <laughs> Power book two. Yeah, it's better. It is so much better. It's better I, for I was, you. I was on the phone the other day to um, better for you. Slap Up Mill, yeah, and yeah. he's seen all of Power, and I was like, "Bro, if you know the new one is on." He was like, "Oh, like I was like, is yeah, it, it's he needs to watch it." I was like, "Stars, Amazon Prime, like what is it? Two fifty, five a month, five a month." I think it's a fiver now. It used okay. to be cheaper, but yeah, yeah. four ninety nine. I think when you first signed up, it was like two fifty a month. Yeah, it's cheap. Take. Anyway, it's still cheap compared to fucking now TV, but. The new series, book two, mm-hmm. Ghost Power Book Two, whatever it's called, fucking Tariq 2.0. Tariq. Mary J. Blige, Method Man. Mm. That is incredible that they're both in there. 
And I think and they're Mar- both Mary really... kills it as right? well. She's scary. She is scary. <laughs> she's a... Mm. Mm, she's bad. Meth, yeah. meth plays like the other side of it. Um, I don't want to spoil too much. I don't know. No. I mean, anyone can skip this part and I can put that in the thing. Spoiler, spoiler alert. Yeah. I, I think it's sick. I think it's, it's so, so much good. better than uh, the original. I know, because I still have that attachment to the mm. original. I'm really warm into the new characters. I think they're better. Mary's family and like the sort of organised crime mafia-esque mm-hmm. like, aspect, which mm-hmm. you didn't really have before. You had Ghost and that was it. It was like Ghost, Ghost Tommy. Tommy. You had the top level. You didn't really have... You had like the little street runarounds, mm-hmm. but it wasn't... I don't think, like obviously, where it's Mary's family, mm-hmm. she's like they're not little runarounds. She's not just gonna shoot her, her son family, in the head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and obviously, Tariq coming into that, I think he's he's more family now than what Kane is. True. I mean, it's taken me a long time to warm to Tariq again because. Oh, I love him. He's my favorite. Your favourite? Yeah, he's my favourite. And I hated him in the last series. Yeah, same. he's my favourite now. And the little That's white boy favorite. as well. What's his name? Mm-hmm. Tariq's friend. Tariq's boy. <laughs> him. That's his name. They're like <laughs> Ghost and Tommy 2.0. I think that's probably yeah. the whole point of it. But like Tommy and Ghost, if they were more privileged, basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I think... Um, I think they've started filming for Raising Canaan, which I'm excited about. Mm. Uh, I've, they've obviously started filming for the high school, like the prequel version mm-hmm. of Tommy and Ghost and Angela and whatever. Yeah. And then there's going to be a fourth one. Who's that about? So there is... Because there's four new like, spin-offs, in it? Is it going to be a Tommy one all to, like, separately? or? I don't know. Either way, I'm keen for the other ones as well. Yeah, yeah. The prequel that they uh, teased at the end of the last Power series looked mm-hmm. sick, so I'm very keen for that. Yeah. I don't know. Power is just on another level, isn't it? It's on another level. Exactly. Um, Remember, um, did I tell you at work we had to do like a secret Santa, like what you would get someone mm, um, if... If it was if you were able to. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So someone got me a Power poster. It's part right. of my gift. That's and a bit like, whack, isn't it? That's only because you said on the... That power was yeah. <laughs> Exactly. So they remembered. For, at yeah. least they remembered, I guess. Exactly. At least they were listening. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, power. Ozark is something that... like Waiting for series three, four? Uh, four. Mm. Ozark's hard, yeah. I love Ozark. I think I will be more into it now that the new series drops. Really? Yeah. It's good, yeah. The main Jason Bateman or whatever. Yeah, he's amazing. I think he directed it as well. Maybe mm-hmm. even wrote some of it. He's he's great. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to that. Um, what else? Corrie. The Affair, Coronation Street. Coronation Street, sick. They're gear- they just had the 60th anniversary and they're mm. gearing up for the Christmas episode. So that's going to be incredible. Yeah. What do you think about The Affair? It's all right. It's a slow, it's slow, isn't it? But it's, it's slow in places. Um, at times, I think there's probably too much intimacy and not enough like storyline. Storyline, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I think it's good. Mm. Yeah, it's good. I mean, the acting's great and whatever else. Um, Definitely. 
Yeah, it's just a bit slow. What are we, three episodes in, four episodes in? and Five, it's, I think. Four or five. And it hasn't gone anywhere, really. It's still, like... We've just found out there's an affair. Yeah. Pretty so, much. We'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not anti it at the moment. We'll mm-hmm. keep it running. What about um, films that we've watched? We've the watched... Joker. We finally saw The uh, Joker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How did you feel about The Joker? Uh, <laughs> I really liked the film. Um, but I didn't feel any warmth towards the Joker after about five minutes. My perception mm-hmm. of other people who have seen it mm-hmm. was that like there's some sort of sympathy towards this man mm-hmm. who's got like mental mm-hmm. health issues. I, I thought I was going to watch a story of a man who's like a broken man, not a psychopath. Exactly. I, I was taken aback because from everything that I've heard and seen, it seems as though everyone's like, oh, yeah, really important to highlight mental health issues, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, someone being a psycho, psychopath is a mental health issue, but it's just not the type of mental health issue that I was. I thought it'd be like more like depression. depression. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was good film, though. Um, Probably not as good as I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Um, but it was good. And we watched it just after we watched Batman, Batman Begins. So I felt like it was a good way to start off both the Joker and Batman story mm-hmm. before we watched The Dark Knight where they're intertwined. Mm-hmm. Um, it was good. We watched a film called Hostiles. What happened in Hostiles? Christian Bale is a cowboy who is transporting oh, Native Americans yeah, yeah, across yeah, 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 yeah. America. So late 1800s it's the one that we expect to be more Western than it was. Cause yeah. It... I mean, I, I thought there was great like cinematic mm. moments. The quotes and stuff were really good. Mm-hmm. There was great tension. Probably wasn't as Western-y in the sense of like a big showdown at the end, but it was a good film. Yeah, really so good. Yeah. Trying to think what else. We watched a few Christmas films. The Holiday. The Holiday. What did you think of that? I, I'd seen it before, innit? So. Yeah, yeah. I don't think... No, I'm pretty sure I haven't seen it before. I thought it was really, really good. Um, at my online Christmas party the other day, I obviously mentioned it. And Dropped someone, it. Name drop. Yes. <laughs> and someone said that they don't think it's a Christmas film. It's definitely a Christmas film. That's what literally everyone else was saying. It's definitely a Christmas film. But I think because it's not like, I don't know, stereotypically. Not fucking dancing, singing yeah, songs. Yeah, exactly. Like Jingle Jangle, no offence. Like I've only seen five minutes, so maybe I'll like it. One day. I, yeah, yeah, but yeah. But I, yeah. I really like that. To me, that's a perfect Christmas it was holiday. A good, yeah, it wasn't over overbearing it was mm. good it's a good christmas film yeah like i guess it's the same way that die hard is an action film mm-hmm. um i haven't even seen it so i can't comment but it's an action film around christmas mm-hmm. so people say it isn't a christmas film and mm-hmm. some people say it is that's on our list though before anyone gets at me that's on our list um other than that i can't think of anything else that we've watched yeah there's probably loads more that we've watched but i can't think of but those are the most like prominent things Mm -hmm. that i can think of right now yeah but yeah if i think of anything else i'll make a note for for next time in it yeah definitely um you got any shout outs 
Um, shout out to you, shout out to the fam, my fam, your fam, our fans. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the fans. Yeah. Big up anyone who's locked in. Yeah, um, welcome back. We're better, bigger. Yeah, in please, our own house. Please like, subscribe, uh, <laughs> rate, review, comment, comment share. share. Any sort of activity you can do that in some way supports what we're doing and helps us grow grow mm. this platform, that would be great. If anyone has any music or videos or any kind of art that they mm-hmm. want to send our way, send it our way. Absolutely. Uh, I'd like to review some bits. Some I'd love of... to review like art, like as in painting. Drawings. Yeah, yeah, yeah that'd that would be, be cool. incredible. That'd be dope. Hold uh, it up here. Um, <laughs> yeah, music as well. Like anything we can listen to and then report back on the, on yeah, the pod. Yeah, that would be and, amazing. And I'd like that. I'd like to use this for some sort of good. Definitely. And if anyone's looking for a backing singer, I'm dying to sing. Hit me up. You want to join a band? Join a band, do some backing. I don't care. Like anything I can do to use my pipes. Help yeah. me, people. Yeah, other than that. We'll be back soon. I don't know how regular we'll be back, but we will be back. Sooner than the last time. Yeah, of course, we won't be. Or maybe we'll do fucking seasons, innit? We'll see. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's it from me. Peace out. Peace.